Welcome to the Grace Current Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Will, Christian author, entrepreneur, and certified business coach. But confession, I did not get here by charging forward and asking God to bless my effort. Yeah, like me, have you found that road actually leads to a tough place of burnout and overwhelm with a healthy sad dish of doubt and confusion. But it's at this humbling place that I received an oh-so-sweet invitation to walk in the grace we have received. And friend, it is your inheritance too, and it comes from your Father who sits on a throne of grace. Yeah, it's how He gets things done in heaven and how He wants to collaborate with you on earth to see your life, your passions, your goals, and your God-sized dreams come to fruition with a clear path, exhilarating pace, without losing your peace. So if you're ready to be propelled by God's giant wave of grace, then grab your board. It's time for the ride of your life on the Grace Current. Hello, everybody. So excited to be here for episode one of the Grace Current. Welcome, welcome, high achiever. Oh, does that grind on you a little bit? It's so funny as I was asking God, what? How are we supposed to start this whole podcast off? There is so much to say. There's so much he's been teaching me over the past two years. And I I didn't know where to start until this word high achiever came up. As I was doing some research and interviews, just getting ready for the podcast, somebody said, well, high achievers like us. And I was like, pause. No one in my decades of years on this life <laughs> and this planet has anybody called me a high achiever. I never thought this is me. And maybe you're like me too, where you think the high achievers of the world, those are those straight A people in school who would go argue with the teacher just to get a couple of extra points because they just couldn't settle for anything but a hundred. They went on to the most prestigious schools and career fields and sat on boards and all the things, right? But God was like, no, pause, look back at your life. And maybe this is a good exercise for you too. Yeah, I did have good grades in high school. I was a 100% team player. Even if I wasn't the captain, I was all in on anything. If it was a club or activity or sports, I went to school 2000 miles away from home for college while most of my peers stayed right in the little five state area, 50 miles away from home or something like that. I married into the Air Force world. Oh, what a wake up call. Sharing my husband with um, yeah, the Department of Defense, seeing him be gone for four months. And in that time, raising three kids, launching a charter school as a K through eight option to public school. I started a Titus II ministry at church, got hired by that church, got fired by that church. Watched the church go through a national scandal a few years later. Uh, went back to school for my master's certification in business communication. And when no doors were opening, I was like, no, I'm not going to work for a church. I'm not going to work for a biz- big business. Sort of had to sit with God and go, what are we doing? And so I'm guessing that your history looks nothing like mine, but a heck of a lot similar, right? just plug and play different things and that maybe like me you are an unrecognized high achiever 
Either others don't recognize it in you or you don't recognize it in yourself, but God does. And in fact, he looks for and uses the unrecognized high achievers, right? Just look at the disciples running fishing businesses. Like that's hard work. They were doing hard things showing up, but of course not looked upon highly by the local population, right? And it was them that God wanted to partner with and tap on the shoulder. And they were about to find out how their efforts and their hard work was going to be propelled by grace. How do we know that? Take a look at every book in the New Testament. It either starts with or ends with, or sometimes both, with grace to you or grace be with you, or some variation of those words, right? Except for one book, and I'll let you go do the homework. I won't give it away, but every single book except one starts or ends or both with grace to you. Grace be with you. Why? Because they knew after watching their master on earth for those three years that their assignment of shepherding both Hebrew and Gentiles into the church age, ecclesia age, would require every measure of grace in their inheritance. And Jesus had shown them how to make withdrawals every day, all day, and then he taught them how to do it. Because when you accept assignments from God, yeah, you give him your yes, he appoints grace. He gives measure of grace. In 2 Corinthians 9, he tells us it's not just a little bit either. It's abundant grace. And what I found when I was prepping for the podcast is that a lot of Christians kind of lump everything together. Like, by grace we're saved. It's a free gift. Salvation's free. Grace is free. Faith is free. Everything free, 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 free. And we don't really unpack that it's by grace by grace. Grace is that conduit. By grace was the gift of salvation delivered. It's the grace that is delivering. It's like God's delivery system of what abundant measures he has for us. In Colossians 2, 6, it says, as you've received Christ by faith, through grace. So walk in him by grace through faith. So why did that need to be said? As you've received Christ, so walk in him. Why did it need to be said? Because guess what? So often we tend not to walk by grace, but instead, you guessed it. We walk by our own strength right? So many times we say, it's okay, God, I'm good. You know, I know there's people more deserving or more in trouble. I, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And we open the door to grace at salvation and there it sits. And I kind of like to think of it as this hotel room, double adjoining rooms, right? If we don't open both rooms, it's doesn't really do the, the, the intention that it was set for, right? To have fellowship. And God's side of the adjoining room is always open so that his grace can flow. And at salvation, we crack that door open, right? We allow the grace to come and usher in that 
gift of salvation. But as we go on with our lives and we're walking in our daily lives, we kind of shut the door, finish our devotions and go on with our day instead of opening that door wide open and just letting that grace wash over us. Lord, I don't even know what I need today, but you do. I'll take it. Lord, I do know what I need today. I need patience for my children or I need a mindset that will propel me through my day. Whatever it is you know you need instead of receiving it and drawing it down. We all kind of put up the Heisman. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, and go on with our lives. And that is kind of a point where some of us get to as Christians, where we find this burnout, this overwhelm, God, where are you? Why didn't this work out? I was doing all the things for you <laughs> and, um, asking you to bless them. And he's like, I'm over here with every abundant measure for you. And I want to partner with you. I want to collaborate with you. This is how I always meant fellowship to be. That isn't just that time you take with me in the morning or Sunday at church, but it's us in fellowship every day. My grace, just bathing you with all the things in all abundance. I kind of think of grace as that flowing water kind of way. I put that picture of the surfer there because we do need to collaborate with it. If you try to go on a surfboard and you don't collaborate with that wave, what happens, right? You get completely pummeled. But a skilled surfer who started out maybe small, learning on little waves, you know, bigger and bigger waves, they get, he can be entrusted with the bigger waves because they know how to collaborate intimately with that wave so that they're safe, so that they can ride it and be propelled by all the momentum of that grace and of that wave pushing them forward. And I love that picture of the power coming from another source, but having to collaborate with it in order to bring that beautiful uh, result. All right. So I know this is maybe uh, shaking your mindsets up a little bit if you haven't really done a dive on grace before. So I'm going to um, I have so much more to say, but I'm going to, uh, pack it up for today, but know that each week I am going to be coming back in. We're going to be digging into just the absolute heartbeat of the father and what he always intended for us to be able to have at our disposal. And it does come, um, as we learn that skill set of collaborating with him and his grace. So thank you so much for joining me on this very first podcast of The Grace Current. I hope it's blessed you today. Thanks so much for joining me on today's podcast. Did this episode encourage you or unlock something new for you today? I'd love to hear about it. You can drop me a message and leave a review on Apple iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And then, hey, would you pray about who else in your life might need to hear this podcast too? Then share a link with them. Lastly, if you're looking for a more solid understanding of grace, you can get on the wait list for my new book by clicking on the link in the show notes. All right, friends, that's a wrap. We'll catch you next time on The Grace Current.